And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Rap post-game show. As always, my name is Shelton Alexander, and this episode of Wrap It Up is brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop, 2013 Danforth Avenue in the east end of Toronto. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions. So go see Skip and the crew, and as a wise man once said, tell them that I sent ya. Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto or give them a call 416-917-4833 to book your appointments now. What is up, people? Thank you for tuning in on this Saturday night to the Wrap It Up podcast. Hope everybody is doing okay. Hope everybody enjoyed their, is enjoying their Saturday night. And of course, this Toronto Raptors game as the Raptors win 110-102. to Again, my name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you guys for tuning in as you do live on Twitter after each and every Toronto Raptors game at Shell Alexander. Feed also up on Instagram where we take your comments and questions there as well at Sheldon Alexander. Of course, if you ever miss the pod or, you know, it's Saturday night, maybe you got to head to a Christmas party, you can tune in on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, all that fun stuff, and just search On Blast Podcast. On Blast is a network, Wrap It Up is a show, and this is a show where we're going to talk about a Raptors win, because it's kind of been a while, no? I see someone checking in and being like, oh, so the sky isn't falling. (laughs) I mean, this was kind of a game that we thought the Raptors needed to win, but let's be serious. There was some cause for concern. Raptors had lost four of their last five games. They'd lost three straight at home, something which doesn't really happen. If you're the Toronto Raptors, they were, after starting the season 15-4, and four, they were 1-4 and four in their last five. In those last five games, though, to me, the biggest thing was the three-point shooting went from before December 2nd. The Raptors were leading the NBA in three-point shooting percentage. But in those last five games, the Raptors were dead last in the NBA at 27% from three. 27%. That's a huge dip. So the offense just wasn't in sync. Obviously, this coincided with Kyle Lowry coming back. We know Kyle Lowry's back. Fred Van Fleet, though, is now day-to-day as he missed another game. We'll get to Fred in a bit. But let's focus in on this game because we saw a lot of things kind of switch gears. And the Raptors, as mentioned, 27% from three coming in for their last five games. Well, (laughs) that changed quickly to start this game. And it was because of Norm and Pascal Siakam. Norm just came out guns blazing. Norm is not shy at all. I don't know if Norm ever sees a shot or a shot opportunity that he doesn't like whether he's driving one-on-five into the lane or if he's coming across the screen and there's still a defender on him, Norm is shooting that shot. But you can't be mad at him because they're going in right now. Norm has been playing well. Norm had another solid game for for the Raptors. Norm finished with 25 points. But the impressive part is he did it on 10 of 15 shooting. And if you're getting that type of efficiency from Norman Powell, that's really good. But also... Five threes from Norm as he went five of seven from beyond the arc. That, when your team is struggling, when your team really needs to kind of get that spark, but also needed to turn around 
just the terrible shooting numbers that they'd been experiencing over, over the last five games. And here comes Norm. And Norm is kind of different from what was going on with the rest of the team. Because I feel like Norm is a streaky shooter. Right? He's going to take all the shots. And it's a matter of make or miss. The other Raptors, the thing that I thought that was really key in terms of their three-point shooting is the fact that it comes off of ball movement, passing, moving the ball. And instead of taking tough threes, getting better shots because one guy is going to pass up an okay shot to get a better shot. Pascal Siakam, three of five in this game from beyond the arc. Marc Gasol, also three of five from beyond the arc. And you're just seeing that these guys were getting better looks. And when they're getting better looks, there's a better chance that these shots fall. So that, to me, was a thing from the get-go. Norman Powell and Pascal, as I mentioned, just doing work early on. And those two guys really set the tone for the Raptors, who came out of this game out the gate and responded because, really, the first punch was thrown by the Nets. The Nets went on a 12-2 run to start the game, and the Raps were all right. Calm and cool. Marcus Gasol drained a couple shots. Norm just kept pulling, and then the Raptors went on a run of their own that just kept growing and growing and growing. At one point, it was 15-4, to then it jumped to 24-11 to run for the Raps, but the Nets stuck around because they were still getting whatever they wanted on offense, and it was really close early. The Raptors bench then comes in, and Norman Pascal with McCaw, Serge, and Terrence Davis. And we're seeing a lot of McCaw minutes, a lot of McCaw minutes tonight. And I'm going to say this because it's kind of like the Gasol stuff, right? Patrick McCaw, what he does, I know people might be wondering why he gets so many minutes, but it's kind of the same thing as Gasol, whereas it's not going to show up on the stat line. Now, should he be playing over Terrence Davis? I don't think so. But at the end of the day, I'm not really mad when I see Patrick McCaw get minutes because you at least know what you're going to get defensively. It's defensive effort, and it's ball movement as well on offense. And you kind of need that, right? Because we have saw the issue with the Raptors' offense as of late over the last five games is struggling to find kind of the hierarchy of the offense. Who handles the ball when? Who's, you know, who's the first option down the floor? All of those things that happen when a game slows down and becomes more half-court as opposed to when we know when the Raptors are playing at their best and their defense is leading into the transition game, right? But when things slow down, you kind of need a guy like McCaw in there. You kind of need a guy like Gasol in there because they're not trying to take shots from Norm. I mean, nobody can take shots from Norm, but do you know what I mean? Like the way that the ball goes from Kyle or Pascal or whatever, you need some guys in there that aren't really looking for their shot they're more so there to do the, the dirty work, if that makes sense. So I'm not really mad at the McCaw minutes nearly as much as I know some people are mad at Patrick McCaw, but just know that not everything is about offense, right? It's not about offense. And especially when you're playing out there with Norm, <laughs> shots are going up. So having a guy out there that's just focused on defense, I think that's why you see so much of McCaw. And also, they need to kind of balance out the lineups that are out there. Because one thing I want to give Nick Nurse a lot of credit for was in the middle of the game, there's a very large portion where you didn't see Pascal 
and Kyle Lowry playing at the same time. Their minutes were really divided, and you'd have one of them on the floor, and that way the offense and a lot of the possessions were running through one of those guys for the whole game. Of course, they both started. Of course, they both started at half. Of course, they both closed. But if you go back and watch the majority of that game, the minutes when Pascal's on the floor, Kyle was on the bench. And when Kyle was on the bench, or sorry, when Kyle was on the floor, Pascal was on the bench. And that, again, is where you get those extra minutes to balance out your lineup from a guy like Patrick McCaw. Because the ball is just going to go through Kyle Lowry or Pascal. But you need other guys on the floor who aren't just worried about their shot. So I'm, I'm not mad at the McCaw minutes. I know people are, but you got to remember too, Freddie's out. So when Freddie comes back, who knows how that's going to play out minutes-wise. But for now, I think Nurse also just wants to get McCaw, just, just get him some minutes because he hasn't been able to get consistent minutes this whole year. And we know that Nurse does like McCaw, does see him having a role with the team. And so he's going to have to try to force feed him in because there's a fight for minutes now at the Raptors guard spots, right? So you got to take advantage of Freddie not being there and you can take advantage of this opportunity to get McCaw some more looks. Uh, but this game, yeah, I mean, Pascal Siakam, this was a game that you want to see from Pascal and it's cool to see him hype and he's very accountable in terms of when you see him in those post games and he's talking about how He's got to bring the energy, and it's on him to do that night in, night out. Like He understands the next stages of his development, and it's just a matter of consistency. And it's not easy being LeBron. It's not easy being Kawhi, being able to put up 25 a night and play defense night in, night out. Like That is difficult to do. So if you're talking about Pascal getting to that point, we're seeing it now. But it's going to be a process. But we were on the right side of that process tonight. Ninth time, Pascal has gotten into the 30-point land, and he finished with, this is a stat line that fantasy owners just love. 30 points for Pascal. 11 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks. My guy was just everywhere, all over the floor. And the beauty of Pascal's game that you see at times, I feel like when Fred and Kyle were out there, He's basically like the third ball handler. And that's not really giving him enough space to cook, if that makes sense, right? Like he's a third ball handler in that situation. But what you saw tonight, especially in the instances when he's playing with the bench, Pascal's getting blocks and then getting the rebound before the ball goes out of bounds and he's leading the break. And that's when you see, you know, the unicorn-esque type skills of Pascal Siakam, where he's this big guy, power forward, but he runs the floor, he's so fast, he, you know, grabs rebounds, super athletic, and you see the full display of, again, the strength of his game is the athleticism. It's not necessarily the break-you-down mid-range, even though he had that going tonight, but the consistent burn that you're going to see from Pascal in terms of his putting in work on the stat sheet is coming from the effort. And you saw that tonight, filling up the stat sheet, dope night for Pascal Siakam. Um, the other big thing in this game, Raptors Bigs. Raptors Bigs did a job. Anyone who watches this podcast 
I know that there's a, a running theme with some some of the people chirping me for my my repping of Marc Gasol and his role on the Toronto Raptors. And I always say that it's not about scoring with Marc Gasol. It's the other things that he provides to the offense. Well, tonight, he provided scoring. 17 and 15 for Marc Gasol. And there's going to be people who are like, that's what we need for Marc Gasol every night. It's like, okay, cool. You'd like that to happen, but that's also not realistic. And the one thing, if you notice about Marc Gasol's game is, he's 6 of 11. It's rare that Gasol... I mean, if he gets up to 10 shots per game, cool. But he was just hitting from three. The rebounding, that's just being active because there's so many shots going up in this game. The pace of this game, right? Both of these teams like to get up and down the floor, shoot a lot of threes. So there are a lot of rebounds available. And between Gasol going for 17 and 15 rebounds and then Serge Ibaka, who had 12 and 12 of his own, Solid performance from the Raptors' bigs. Can't be mad at that performance. One of Gasol's better offensive games he's had this season, and I'm pretty sure they said as well it was the first time that both he and Serge have gotten a double-double in the in the same game. So Raptors' offense was looking good, and I kind of want to give a little bit of credit to the Nets because they're missing. We know KD's out for the whole year, but Kyrie Irving's out, and Karis LeVert also out. And... They were so right in this game. They would not go away. The Raptors offense was executing so well throughout this whole game. And at one point, I remember seeing the Raps lead was up to 15 or 16 points. And then you'd blink and the Nets were right back there. So they did a great job just staying in it. And they're a, they're kind of a like they're kind of like the Raptors in the sense that. Their offense is based off ball movement, sharing the ball, turning down good shots for great shots. They like to shoot a lot of threes. And when you shoot a lot of threes, no lead is really safe. You can always come back. And they showed that in this game tonight because they were right there the whole night, no matter what the Raptors tried to do. And the Raptors went on runs and Brooklyn would always have an answer until the end when you got to give the Raps credit for figuring out how to get stops when he needed them. And, I mean, I guess the game ended on Norm's windmill dunk. Did Norm really pull out a windmill dunk? Was that a thing? <laughs> Good times in Raptor land. But, of course, I say this podcast is about the people, so let's get to what the people are saying as we take your comments, as always, on both Twitter and Instagram. And I'm going to start on Instagram first. And there's a lot of comments pouring in. Someone says, uh, Hillary says, Hey, Sheldon, can you please explain why Nick Nurse loves McCaw so much? We were just talking about McCaw a lot. And again, you know what you're going to get from McCaw. And if you're a coach, coaches love guys that don't necessarily want to take shots all the time, but they'll take shots in the flow of the offense. They want to move the ball. But... They bust their ass on defense. And that's what McCaw does. So you can guarantee that he's going to come out and put in effort on the defensive end. And if you go back to the start of the year and the now famous clips of Nick Nurse calling out Rondé and Stanley Johnson for not playing at the championship level defense that the Raptors need them to be at for them to get minutes. Now take that thought process 
and put that on Patrick McCaw. And Patrick McCaw does play that level of defense all the time. And that's why Nick Nurse loves him, because the way that the Raptors' offense is set up, you're going to get shots. You're going to get open shots. So if you can just knock down open threes, which I know McCaw did not do tonight, but again, they're trying to get him in, trying to make sure he gets some minutes. What he played 29 minutes in this game, one of seven, 0 of five from three. Not good numbers. But again, you want to get him just back acclimated, him getting regular minutes. And with Freddie out, this is a great time for him to do that. So just know that Nurse loves McCaw because he perfectly exemplifies the message that he was trying to send to everyone else on the team when he used Rondé and he used uh, Stanley Johnson. Use them as examples early on, saying, we play championship-level defense. That's how you get minutes. And when you do that, you don't have to worry about offense because the shots are going to come. McCaw took five threes in this game. I'm guaranteeing you they were all wide-open threes. He just missed them. I hope that answered your question. Uh, Nurse likes his defensive effort. Uh, more comments. Uh, Alex says, I want to see us play this way consistently with a fully healthy team against another elite team. Of course, that, that's a tough one, though. And the reason why that's a tough one is because health is an issue for every NBA team, for sure. But with this Raptors team, you know you're dealing with Kyle, who deals with a lot of injuries at this stage of his career. Um, we know Serge just came back. But also, Fred Van Fleet has a history of getting hurt and in his short career. And so, banking on... like. I'm tiptoeing around this conversation because what's happening now is, you know, on the broadcast, they're talking about Fred Van Fleet being an all-star and all these things, which is like, slow down a little bit to me. And Freddie's played great, but you keep having to remember, we're only 25 games into the season. So we've seen the flashes, but you got to wait it out and see the continued process of Freddie being a consistent starter and can he contribute night in, night out for 82 games? And we haven't seen that yet. So I don't know when that chance is going to come. But of course, Alex, I agree with you. We all want to see the Toronto Raptors at full strength against an elite team and see how that works. Uh, and checks in and says, I really wanted Rondé to have a good game against his former team. I also think Rondé also wanted to have a good game against his former team. Rondé... Did not have a good game. Finished with two points in this game. Only played seven minutes and was 0 for 4 from the floor, 0 for 2 from 3. And I didn't really like he. It was the first time I've seen Rondé not do the Rondé things he normally does. Like come in and really just get on the glass and, and take really good shots within the paint and within the flow of the offense. I thought that some of his shots were forced. I didn't like him really shooting threes. I don't think he's a three-point shooter like that. So I feel like everything with him is always downhill, top of the key, and he's taking it to the paint. And we didn't really see that in this game. And maybe he was just forcing, right? You, you want to make a show against your former team, and maybe that's what he got caught up with. Uh, someone's asking that guy, Damone, as RHJ or Patrick McCaw. It's a good question. I don't know the answer because I think it's going to depend on Norm, and if Norm continues to play well, then you're going to go more with Rondé. 
because he's more of a front court guy. If Norm kind of struggles, if Freddie, it, it depends. Like the situation will sort itself out. You're going to get more McCaw as long as Fred Van Fleet's out. And if Freddie comes back, you're going to get less McCaw. So that to me is what I think the process will be. But in terms of just looking at the Raps rotation, I like Rondé getting minutes all the time because I think he provides at least a little more at the offensive end. Both of them are, are high-level defenders, McCaw and Rondé. But I just think that there's more upside on offense with Rondé at this stage anyways. Uh, let's get to some more comments here. I'll switch over to the Twitter feed because there's a lot of comments in there as well. Lisa says, glad to see the Raptors back in their normal game. It was fun and intense to watch. Happy the Raptors won. Yeah, I mean, this game looked a lot more reminiscent of what we've seen from the start of the season of the Raps. Defensive intensity, a lot of ball movement, getting up and down the floor, turning their defense into offense, and hitting open shots. It's like they knew that they were... The thing I like, too, about this Raptors team, it's a great system. It's not like anyone got down that they were shooting poorly for the last five games. It's not like this game started and anyone was hesitating to shoot the three. No, they took good shots because they believe in the work that they put in in practice that, A, you're going to get open shots, but also giving them the confidence that they can knock down those open shots. And that was cool to see. Uh, Cowboy, <laughs> Cowboy checks in and says, that dunk from Norm was sick, but the steal from Lowry out of nowhere was just cool. That steal is just a Kyle Lowry play. Raptors fans got to be used to seeing that from Kyle. That's just what he does, right? Make those little pesky plays where the defender, especially Biggs, not, not really paying attention to him, but Kyle's always there to just get in, in, in that way and send Norm off and running. Uh, Inches checks in and says, where is Norm getting this confidence that we all wish Pascal had? Norm has also has always had this confidence. And I kind of think it's a gift and the curse. Because there's definitely times where you're watching Norm and you're kind of like, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down, slow down. Right? Like we see that a lot from Norm sometimes. So I think that while he's hitting shots and he's on, there's definitely times where he turns and he just has his mind made up that he's shooting this three. And I don't even think that he's open. <laughs> But he's hitting, and Norm has been playing really well. So I, I got nothing on Norm, nothing negative to say on Norm. I'm going to sit and just enjoy this wave where his shots just keep going in. And the thing with Norm, too, is the aggressive nature that he's playing with right now is desperately needed because there's times where the Raptors' offense kind of stalls or the game, they kind of get in a bit of a rut, and you're looking around like, okay, who's going to save us? What's going to happen here? And Norm doesn't hesitate. Norm is ready, 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 ready. Uh, let's see. A lot of people asking about McCaw. Don't be mad at McCaw. He plays good defense. Defense wins, people. Don't be so mad at McCaw getting minutes. Uh, Raptor Homer asks, to be honest, could you see Patrick McCaw's role be the same as DeLon, as DeLon used to be? I mean... Essentially, that's what it is, a third point guard, right? Like, he just plays defense, give consistent minutes, maybe get out in transition, help move the offense. Yeah, I mean, I'm never mad at seeing McCaw. 
never mad because at least you know you're getting good defense. Um, Carissa checks in and says, Kyle and Serge are back. Yeah, it was good to see those guys. I mean, after Serge had zero points last game, I think, Kyle struggled as well. So to see both those guys have solid games, Kyle Lowry with 17 points, six assists, four rebounds. Kyle shot five of 14 from the floor, two of eight from three. To see Kyle Lowry, and it's funny, man, the, the moves that Kyle Lowry makes, watch what he does at the end of quarters. He's going to make sure that he gets to the free throw line, and he, he just runs into a defender and forces the ref to make the call. You see Chris Paul do this as well. I always call it the Chauncey, but it's just a way that he's going to get to the free throw line and get his team some points when he feels the team needs it. But it happens a lot at the end of quarters, if you notice. He'll just dribble the ball up the floor and he'll run into a defender and just flail in the air and it'll look like the guy fouled him, but he knows they're probably in the bonus and that's getting two more free throws. So great game for Kyle. And as mentioned, Serge, 12 of 12 for Serge off the bench. That's good production right there. Very good production. If you think of Gasol, like that's a tough matchup for Gasol and Serge because Jared Allen is a very like bouncy, very energetic big. And then his backup is obviously DeAndre Jordan, who's not the same DeAndre that he was, but still DeAndre Jordan, right? DeAndre had 13 rebounds in this game. So it was a battle in the paint. But again, with so many shots, because there's so many possessions, there's a lot of chances for rebounds. And the Raptors bigs did their job. Someone says, what a time to be a Norman Powell fan. I guess so. I mean, if you've been waiting for Norm to, to have his moment, we're here. Norm has been having a very good run of games. And if you're a Raptor fan for a while, this is what you always wondered. Could Norm actually be a starter and contribute on the team? Because Go back, right? This isn't the first time Norm has gotten a chance to start. Norm was kind of handed the keys multiple times over this Raptors run, even if you think back during the DeMar years, right? Norm was given tons of opportunities to be that consistent starter and, you know, someone that the team counted on to get buckets every night. And he's never been able to consistently live up to that role. So to see him do it now, and when you look at Norm, you go through some of the box scores from the most recent games, and yeah, he had 22, 25 tonight. He had 22 against the Clippers, 17 against the Bulls, 8 against the Sixers, which was a loss, but then had 14 against uh, the Rockets. And then if you go back before that game, um, when was the game? The Orlando game that Norm essentially, I mean, not essentially, I'm going to say Norm won for the Raptors, right? Norm had, uh, if we keep going back, 23 points for Norm against Miami, 15 points for Norm against Utah, and then the 33-point game against Orlando. That's what I was talking about. So Norman Powell's been on a run where he is doing work. He is taking the opportunity that's in front of him, and he's running with it. So we'll see how long it lasts for. But as of now, let Norm cook. <laughs> Can't believe I just said that. That's actually the thing I just said. Let Norm cook. Wow. Uh, Ragul checks it and says, after Fred, Pascal, maybe Powell, OG is still the future piece for the Raptors. I still don't really know what to make of OG Ananobi. 
He's a very solid defender. Uh, he's solid on offense. I'm seeing glimpses of him doing a lot more on offense. But overall, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, let's see. I love how humble Siakam is. Very Canadian of him. That one from Pastor Wesley. Totally agree. Ragul says, I want Pascal to take more turnaround jump shots. Uh, I don't know. The mid-range game isn't really a thing the Raptors do, right? The Raptors are all about threes, and threes and layups is mostly their thing. But as mentioned, you've heard it from KD. You've heard it from other dudes. If you're the star, you need your go-to move to get you a bucket. And sometimes that might be the turnaround, Jay. So who knows? But I mentioned the threes. Raptors shoot 35% from three. They started out blazing. I want to say they were like 9 of 10 to start the game from three. And obviously, you weren't going to shoot at that clip. But still a great shooting percentage for the Toronto Raptors. K2's Garnett says, Hear me out about Gasol. I understand his importance on defense and the communication of the back end. But on offense, because he's not aggressive all the time, teams get away with a small guarding him. I want to see him be more aggressive offensively when that happens. Uh, I agree with you. I just think the role that he plays, and you see him, as long as he just consistently takes those threes when he's wide open, I'm okay with that. But this, like, dump it into Gasol, I'd be okay with the odd pick and roll. Cool. But he's more there to be another facilitator to keep the ball moving. I know you want him to score more points. I do. But I think that that scoring is going to, it's more likely to come from Norm. It, it just is. But, hey, when you get games like this from Marcus Gasol, we're all happy about it. That's all we want to see from Marcus Gasol. And I think we're all on the Marcus Gasol uh, bandwagon, things like that. Uh, let's see what else is going on here. A lot of chance of norm going on in the chat. Uh, there's a difference in confidence that Nick nurse has in norm versus a lack of confidence. Dwayne Casey had in him, uh, that from AM Chow. Uh, I'll say this much. I think that if you look at Norman Powell with Casey, the options were just different, right? And norm was the same norm, but now, like, you pretty much have to play Norm. There's not much of a choice. And so Nick Nurse has pretty much said as much, just in the sense that if Norman Powell makes a mistake, like, there's no one looking over his shoulder that's going to really realistically take his spot. So the spot is there for you. And I think that's kind of different than what it was when Norm was a young player with the KC era, right? Like, Norm beside DeMar, kind of just doing a bad DeMar impression, for lack of a better term, doesn't really work that well. You know, am I making sense there? But also there were just other options that the Raptors could turn to that you could just, you didn't need Norm's wildness or aggressiveness. But with this team as currently constituted, they kind of need someone that, what Bill Simmons, what's he call it? The irrational confidence guy. That's kind of Norm. The guy that thinks that he's better than he actually is and no shot's a bad shot, that's kind of norm right now. And so you got to just ride with it. But again, 
Big win for the Toronto Raptors as they win 110 to 102 against the Brooklyn Nets. Raptors improved to 17 and 8 on the season. Uh, great bounce back game from Pascal Siakam, who finishes with 30 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks. Big boy game for Pascal Siakam. Raptors win, Raptors win, Raptors win. Big. And they needed it. Snapping a three game home losing streak. They were losers of four of their last five games, so they needed that win. And when you look ahead to what's coming up, on Monday night they play the Cavs. So that's a chance for them to, you know, try to build on something. Uh, Diaz checks in and says, Pascal always cooking teams under 500. <laughs> well, the Nets are over 500. I'll just say that. The Nets are 13 and 12 currently, but I know what you're saying. Point taken, Diaz. I hear you. But if you think about it, Monday night, you got the Cavs. Wednesday, you got the Pistons. Friday, you got the Wizards. So, should be a good week in Raptorland. Pile up some wins. Hopefully, whatever's wrong with Freddie, I, I, I'm kind of nervous about this because I swear Freddie, at one of the games earlier this week, he was questionable. And then to now just be out in the day-to-day, I don't know. Hopefully, Freddie comes back soon. But at the end of the day, good win for the Toronto Raptors. Again, my name is Sheldon Alexander, and thank you guys for tuning in, as you always do on Twitter live at shell alexander after each and every toronto raptors game same thing goes for instagram we take your comments and questions there as well at sheldon alexander and of course the podcast lives online anywhere you get your podcast itunes soundcloud spotify google play youtube just look us up on blast podcast on blast is a network wrap it up as a show we got you covered. Toronto Raptors win. Back in the win column. Where we need them to be. Where we want them to be. To make this a happy Saturday night. Let's go. Right? Thank you guys for tuning in. Because I used to pray for times like this. To rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps post game show. As always. Unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time. See ya. On Blast.